Oh, yeah, you can cut his flag right? Yo, 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 mic check. Do you want to turn it down a little bit to make sure that it can hear us? Turn it down a little bit. Or just turn it off. Yo, hello, beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to another show of Yossi Loves You. I am your host, Yoselin Sanchez and thank you so much for tuning in today if you are an existing listener welcome back if you're brand new to the show welcome welcome here we have our very own Jelani who is here to talk to us about men's mental health as we continue our men's mental health segment and he's just someone that I honestly truly appreciate in the community he is about his craft He is super committed and super consistent when it comes to promoting. And he just has such a big and generous heart. He's a father to amazing Noah. (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) Noah if you're listening in. And he's just here. That's right. That's right. And he's just here to drop some gems and just speak from his heart. So I invite you all to just relax, chill out, and vibe with us. Jelani, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Did you tell us where we're at, by the way? Ooh, yo, we're at Coachella, <laughs> baby! Come on, now, you left that, you left that out, come on now. Yo, yeah. we are broadcasting live from Coachella. We're chilling right now in Jelani's golf cart. Um, him and I are actually working here, so it's been it's been quite the ride, literally. <laughs> quite <Nice>. the ride. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Cruising right. in the golf cart. <laughs> so, Jelani... How are you feeling right now at this very moment? I'm good. It's it's good to be back out here. Just uh, just trying to embody it, being out in nature. You know, mm. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's uh much more than just the music out here. Like first thing I think about, it's just uh, looking at the sky, looking at the mountains. Breathing the fresh, fresh air, all that, you know. So it's mm. good to good to be here. Good to be here with you. Yeah. What do you like the best about coming to Coachella? The people. I mean, there's there's a misconception, and I understand that because it's it, this is a corporate event, so you get a lot of like, you know, corporate business minded or social media influencer type things going on here but there are real real people real people here too so especially when you're here to work so we're here to work so you meet the real people so yeah i mean that's my thing you know just making connections like you meet people that come from like all over the world and uh yeah and sometimes that can lead to like lifelong connections so you know i mean yes this is my 14th year and it it hasn't gotten old yet and honestly like i didn't think it would ever happen again after the lockdown but here we are and it's a blessing to be here and it's a blessing to have you here thank you Thank you for sharing that. And can you tell the people of the world a little bit about your background, specifically what you do? Yeah. um, I have been in the music festival concert world for 21 years. I started 2001. And 
pretty much I I do marketing like uh, street team I do event production I've built up a team of people like I mean anything you need in the entertainment world we can handle and uh yeah it's all about like just being organic about it all um like pretty much this festival world it's a lifestyle and a lot of people don't get it and that's fine and a lot of people can't hang with this and once you start working in this business you'll see the same people all the time like because nobody's attached to just like one like festival or one company or whatever the case but yeah no like i mean for me i'm the type of person where I don't do just one thing. I don't like to do just one thing. I like to do a little bit of everything. And can you tell us a little bit about the Ill Spot, your personal brand? Yeah, the Ill Spot. So I first uh, came up with the Ill Spot when I was in college, probably around the time I was about 18. But uh, it didn't really, like, and I remember I started like a website off of uh, free webs. The illspot.freewipes.com. I don't think that comes up anymore. But, uh, and then later in life, like probably like 10 years later, I started the illspot.com, D A I L L S P L T.com. And I've always been like deep into music and like knowing like what the latest music is, what who is on locally or whatever. So I started it as a blog first. So the illspot.com was a blog, but I had it all ties in with all of this festival concert stuff. So I had friends that like were already running concerts and all that, and I was interested in throwing concerts and shows myself. And they guided me along. Um, we started the illspot as a show in Pomona. And that started in 2009. And uh, from there, the ill spot's been the show. The show, the show's been going on since 2008. And then, you know, it, it eventually started running merch. And before I know, I'm like, well, I guess we're a brand, right? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's a brand. So, yeah, but it's all about the people, like... When I first started it, like, I had a tagline. It was, like, music, sports, technology, and anything else I want to talk about when I started as a blog. But now the tagline is, since we've been doing it for a while, giving love to independent artists since 2008. So, yeah, that's the old spot. And, you know, um, we have events. I mean, we... We have events when when it makes sense, you know, like find us when you can. So yeah, I mean, especially after like the uh, pandemic and all that. So yeah, I mean that's what it is. All right. Okay, and then with everything that you do, is there ever a day where you don't feel like showing up? And if so, how do you overcome that? <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, that's that's. That's a typical thing, you know. I mean, it's that's, that's a real thing. There's a lot of days like that, but I'd say the first thing that would motivate me is that I have a son. You know, I gotta look out for my boy. 
And that's what comes first, family first. And there's some people that think that, like, working in the music entertainment business is, like, can't do anything for your family. But, no, it can't, you know? I mean, as long as if you do it the right way. So, I mean, I, I, I set my schedule all around what can benefit from my son's schedule. So... Yeah, I think he's a better. Wow. That's a strong why. Hmm. How does your son feel about everything that you do? He supports you? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, there's some people here that will bring their kids to stuff like this, like, early on. And, you know, that's cool. But, like... Well, I wouldn't bring him to this, but I have brought him to, like, some smaller events, smaller, like, community events, like, where I know there's going to be other kids. And then it leads me back to memories of myself as a kid. Like, my mom was in a, a spoken word poetry group with my godmother on Sybil. And they would, like, go around the different spots, like, doing spoken word. I remember being a kid running around at the Watts Towers. Are you familiar with Watts Towers? Yes. Yeah. Like, dude, like, and that's crazy. It's, like, that's, like, one of those memories that, like, came back to me, like, in my 30s. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I always, like... People are like, how'd you get in this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, I was born into this shit, man. I was born into this. Like, <laughs> it's in my blood. My mom was like, going to doing events. And my mom was even like, she was affiliated with like Black Panthers at one point and all of that stuff. You know? So it's like, man, it's what we do. And like, that kind of ties into my other brand or business or whatever you want to call it. We live this. Like, literally, we live this. You know, like and it, like I said, this is a lifestyle. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard to explain to, like, people that don't get it. But, yeah. Mm. All right. And with the term of men's mental health, what is masculinity to you? To me, masculinity is being comfortable with who you are and not worrying about what other people are thinking about you. Not worrying about what society tells you what a man is supposed to be. I've been through that, you know? I don't want to name names or whatever case, but like... Growing up, yeah, I like told like, hey, you don't want people to see you crying, or you don't want to look weak, or you don't want to look like a bitch or a pussy or whatever. Fuck, like, dude, hey, gotta let it out, let it out, man. Like, because it's worse when you hold things in. A lot of my family are like, oh, you got a problem? Oh, just talk to us. Just talk to your family. Like, what's you know, like, I go see a therapist or whatever. Like, nah. It needs to be, like, a middle ground. Like, somebody that doesn't, you know, has no bias. Stop worrying about, like, who else is looking at you, who else thinks what. Because, like, they're probably feeling that same way, too. You know? 
So just let them know that it's okay to like be like that, to to feel the way you feel. Elders like they've all been taught bullshit about how to look look at things. So I don't even blame them to feel the way they feel. You know, it's it's just a whole like domino effect of bullshit. So we gotta break through that. That's what it's all about. Mm, solid. Thank you for sharing that. That was great. Yes. I want to um, point out a few things that you mentioned. You mentioned how you yourself view yourself as a man. How do you view yourself as a man? How do I view myself? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm a very caring, loving, vulnerable person. Uh, I always struggle with, like, making sure I don't overextend myself too much. And, you know, it's been an ongoing thing with, with growth for me as far as, like, uh, determining, like, what's worth it, what's worth what I'm doing or why I'm going out of my way here or why I'm doing this and that. But, like, I think that, I mean... I just look at that as a human thing, not just a man thing. We all have to, like, find ourselves in, like... I don't think there's ever, like, a point to where you're, like, oh, I'm there. You'll never be there. Don't ever get, like... Oh, yeah, I made it. I'm comfortable. No, there's no such thing. Keep going. There's always that next step. Always that next level. You know? And, like... But, you know, I mean... It's, uh, you just gotta be at peace with yourself. And I definitely wasn't, didn't always feel this way, but just to tie things in, just being in this, in this world, in this kind of world, this festival world, festival, you know, just seeing like, you know, I mean, that, that, that all helps with it all. Everything helps, you know? I don't know. I don't know if everybody sees it that way. It's been a process. Just like, uh, just trying to understand people. I don't like cliches, but it's like, you never know what people are going through. You never know what's going through people's heads. So I try to give everybody a benefit of the doubt. But, you know, I mean, but that's a slippery slope because like some people will use that as a weapon too you know so it's like trying to meet that in the middle like I'm sympathetic to your like situation this and that but like you know you can't like use that to like bring me down but I'm trying to bring you up so like yeah you know like that's where it goes back to like the thing about like uh, is it of worth so it's all, I mean, one like quote that I always use is life is all about figuring it out, man. It's all about figuring it out. I use that in business too. Like, hey, I mean, we give you a manual. We can give you like some email or whatever, but like, ain't nothing gonna go as planned. Figure that shit out, man. Rig it. And that ties in with this, this whole world we're in. You gotta be built for this. How do you find that inner strength? 
inner strength. I mean, I, I, I don't think I ever have a problem with that. I, I think there was a time where like I didn't feel like I was like a leader. I think I got to that point. I yeah, I believe I, I built I built up leadership in this promotion, street promo business. So I've been a street promoter since two thousand and one. I started off just like passing out flyers, like just for tickets and stuff. And then eventually people started passing out flyers and I started directing them and I became a leader in that world. That built a lot of leadership uh, skills for me. And then in this whole festival business as well, you know, just, and I'm already, I'm a very like, I'm not, I'm not about micromanaging or any of that stuff, but I am detailed. Yeah. I give people their space, but I'm detailed to the T. And, you know, but, like, I try to make everybody, like, I'm about being hands-on. All hands-on to where, like, we're all working together. Like, you don't work for me, I don't work for you. We work together. We're doing this all, you know? And, like, inner strength, like, like comes, like, collectively as a team, as a group, I mean, a lot of things can't be done alone. And, like, too many people feel like they're alone. And that's another thing, too. I feel like I gravitate to a lot of people that feel like they had, they're they all alone, they're in it alone, or, like, they feel like everybody's against them. You know? And, like, I feel like I'm here to, like, like, no, no, you know? No. You're not in this alone. Everybody's not against you. Everybody's not your enemy or whatever, you know? Like, you got to look at that, like, another way. So, like, but I'm all about, like, building, like, relationships and teams and, you know, like, ongoing. Like, I like sustainability. I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. You know, but, like, like I said, life is all about figuring it out. That's part of figuring it out, too. Like, and also, as nothing goes ever goes as planned, nothing ever, and you can't get this point when it doesn't go as you thought it would. You just say, hey, "There's another way. There's always another way." And what is a situation that you faced where things did not go as planned, and how did you get through it? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I gotta like kinda think of like a good one to give you. Okay, so I'm gonna give a hypothetical like say if you show up here and they're like, oh I'm gonna give you like uh, a camping pass. Or no, I'm gonna give you a hotel for here, but you gotta camp, but you got some people that are bougie. I'm like, well you gotta camp, but like but the thing is, hey, yeah, hotel's nice. You got your bed, you got your shower, this and that. But guess what? When you camp, I mean, they still got showers. It's not the same. But you're right here. You got to drive in and out of here. And be thankful for what you got. And for where you're at or what's going on or whatever. Because, hey, look at that guy in the street. Or wherever, you know? Like, hey, it's, it could always be worse. You ain't never in the worst situation. Yes. You know? like, that part. Like, 
You know what I mean, dude? So, like, I always give back, too, you know? Pay for it, whatever they say. I don't really use those phrases, but just do it, like, for pure intention. Mm-hmm. And what are some ways that you cope with your mental health? Or what are some things that you do to stay grounded? Um, I think I find that just, like, through through my through my son. Mm-hmm. Just enjoying time with my son. I like, I'm not a big, like, meditation person. I do it here and there, but I'm not big on that. Like, I don't do it on a regular basis. But just through things I enjoy, things we, me and him enjoy collectively. Like, you know, like, we both enjoy music and we both enjoy outdoors, video games, stuff like that, you know? Uh, my thing is, like, I, I need to be on the go. I'm the type of person that can't be, like, confined to one spot or see the same people all the time. You know, it's just about, like, different changes of scenery. Like I said before, don't hold things in because the more you hold it in, like, you have a big blow-up, and that's just, that's just worse, you know? And I'd say also speak to someone that's, like... I mean, I'm not saying don't speak to family, it depends on the like the family, you know. But like, for me, it's always been easier speaking to someone that's outside of your family. I speak to family too, depending on who. But like, some kind of middle ground, someone neutral that doesn't know, like you know. Um, but everybody's different. But my main thing is like, just like, hey, if you're feeling some kind of way, just let it be known in some way or another to someone that you feel that you can trust or that you love that you can gravitate to that like has your best interests at heart there's people out there and like i said like there i know a lot of people that feel like everybody's against them but guess what no everybody's not against you there are people on your side you know stop feeling defensive and sometimes that has to do with your upbringing and like I stayed before too. I don't even blame people that raised you because, like, a lot of people have been like programmed to, to be a certain way on some robot shit, man. And we're trying to break that mode. On some like, you're supposed to be this, you're supposed to be that. No, I'm supposed to be who I am. Like, don't worry about like, don't worry about what I'm doing. Or, you know, you worry about you. You know, but like at the same time, I'm gonna look out for you. In a real way, you love for me in a real way. Right, you know? Yes. That was so great. <laughs> Who do you go to when you get to release some of the emotions that are in your heart? I go to God first. Definitely go to God first. Um, I'm not a religious person, but definitely a spiritual person. And then from there, I have a small circle of people that I feel like I can talk to. Honestly, I feel like you're, you could be one of them as well. Thank you. You're welcome. And did you, at any point in your, I guess, as you were, you know, growing, in your upbringing, did you face any adversity? 
Yeah, I mean, everybody has some level of adversity, but, like, I pretty much, I grew up in a pretty good family. I can't, you know, like, I didn't realize till I got, maybe, like, in my teenage years that, like, everybody didn't grow up the same way I grew up. I mean, I'm my mom's only son. My mom's not around anymore, but, um, you know, I was always taken care of. But, you know, we always, like, were the type of family that would take care of other people that needed the help, too. But, for the most part, like, you know, I grew up pretty well. You know, but, like, I never, I don't feel like, I've never felt like I'm above looking out for other people. You know, like, I, I, I always want to, like... Be, a, be for the people that need me. And like, like I was telling you, like, I gravitate to people that kind of feel like, like need like someone like to show them like positivity and like truth and all this and that. And I ain't asked for that, but it's like, that's something I kind of just like realized over the years, man. And I'm all for it though. You know, it's a beautiful thing. I'm all about giving the love and please give me your love too. Yeah. We all need love. Why do we need love so much? I mean, that's that's what keeps us living. What keeps us going, keeps us motivated. You know, there's so many ways to, like, so many ways to give love, so many parts to love. It's like, you know, a lot of people have misconceptions about what love is or the feeling of love or whatever and that's fine that's that's understandable I'm trying to figure it out every day my damn self you know and yeah I mean it's it's you know the thing is hey we can't nobody can do it alone you might feel like you're alone or you want to do it alone but this is, you know, hey, we're all here to, like, li- we should all be here to lift each other up, to hold each other's hand. Well, holding hands is a different thing, but to lift each other up, to motivate, to push forward, all of it. But you got to want it, too. So that's when it comes back to of worth, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to know, like, is it worth your time? Is it worth your benefit? Well, not benefit. It's worth their benefit. And, you know, and, yeah, that's something I've always struggled with. But love, hey, I'll always have love. If you say you hate me or don't like me or whatever, hey, I love you. It's okay. We all have things, like, that, like, maybe we did some bad things in our past and understand that, like, you know, if you have a problem with me over that, then okay. But just try to move on, man. Just trying to be a better person, which is what we're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's all, that's what it's all about. That's right. And as a father, how do you cope with mental health? Or do you view it as the same thing as your personal mental health? As a father? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it's the same. I mean, like, 
like anytime I'm feeling down mentally, it's all about my son. You know, like, hey, because it's like, I didn't think I would ever have kids, but he's here and it's a blessing. And it's like, dude, that's like the landing, like that's the, that's the light. Like, can I always take it back to Noah? Like, yeah, it's all about Noah. And nothing comes before that. You know, he's a man. <laughs> you know, and like, you know, the saying about like, oh, the teacher, the student needs to be better than the teacher or whatever they say. Hey, mm -hmm. that's a real thing, you know? Like, you gotta train your youth to be better than you were. To do better than you were, to like, yeah. You know, and all about passing on knowledge and like, you know, and that's one thing I'm trying to get him to understand is like, learning never stops. It never stops, hey. You know, sometimes he'll get upset if I tell him to read something or whatever. Like, we just go, oh, it's cool already. I'm like, hey, man. I'll teach you that shit they don't teach you at school. That's right. You know? And that's what my mom and dad always did. And I have blessings to like, I have two sets of parents and blessings to all of them, you know? All been in my life, all amazing. And I have a brother, I have some sisters. Like, much love to all of them, man. Like, but I grew up like as an only child. My mom's the only child. But yeah, it's, you know, but like, I've been blessed to really have a really good family and like I kind of feel just like part of the purpose, my purpose is to be here for people that didn't have that like good family life, you know? Yeah, sorry, we're, we're in the middle of recording something right now, brother. Sorry, bro. Yeah.